0: Stay with me, yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Unscripted Podcast. Very special podcast episode. We got some guests in the house. Do you want to say your name? No, how about we let your dad say your name?
1: Yeah,
2: we got, we got Nina over here. No, oh, it's Nina's not, five years oh, was, old. Yeah, you're five years old, right? No, Nina?
1: you're no, you
2: okay. I'm Darren. I'm just joining as a guest.
0: And the one who edits all of the podcasts, she doesn't want to be on camera, she doesn't want to say anything, Uh, Victoria is in the house. Look, one of the topics we were talking about um, as of recently before we even started was when do you know when to let the passion go? I think that's a great question because I think so many times we fall in love with this idea of we have to pursue what we're passionate about. But sometimes what we are passionate about isn't really what we were meant to do or called to do, but it's something that we feel compelled to do because we're good at it. Would you say that's fair in saying that, Darren?
2: Uh, yeah, at a certain point, I think it, a passion can still, you can still have the passion and just, it just turns into kind of a hobby and uh, something you just have to, you just know kind of what your limits are.
0: Prime example. So, 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 you know, I met Darren a couple of years back, and I met him at a Calgary Dinos fundraiser. Um, and you used to play baseball, right? And we've spoken about baseball and when you knew that it was time for you to let it go, even though you had a decent career playing professionally for a little bit, right? So you were over in Europe. For you, you know the level that it takes to be in the major league and what that's like and you see them on tv right you're you're, you're invested and involved in the sport but for you you knew that there were certain skill sets or certain things that you said you know what i like this i enjoy this i'm passionate about this but it wasn't enough can you tell me a little bit about that man
2: well i guess this is pretty yeah this is pretty unscripted <laughs> i have nothing prepared for this but uh i guess when i was kind of understanding about what I want to do after I finish university it was more on the uh, the side of my, my my attention was divided as it is right now with my daughter with me Darren's daughter is putting <laughs> she's putting her, her, sweater, in his her face sweater in her sweater <laughs> my face uh, I didn't have her at the time obviously but it was uh, I had my degree in uh, engineering uh, so I just... My attention was divided, and I, I wasn't. It wasn't there. My focus, uh, my full attention, wasn't focused toward what uh, was focused toward baseball, and uh, and I just saw like other, um, other people that went through the whole process and trying to uh, make it somewhere with it, and it was, it was something that I wasn't ready to do. It was just not not in my cards. I thought. <laughs> And uh, there, there are other things I thought were, I thought would be more important to me, hmm. and uh, I think that's, I think that's where I am (laughs) right now, (laughs) especially with this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, which I think is one thing that happens as well too, especially as a person like you're a parent, you you have two children, and you have to find a way to balance the. Parental side being a family person. It's a little different when your sole focus is just the one thing that you're doing and there's no other components to it and I think that complicates things a little bit I think one of the questions that I personally get asked all the time from people is you know when is when is it okay to let go of this idea or this thought that you have inside of your head and I think at the beginning stages is when you should make that decision Because if you're going to pursue something relentlessly, especially if it's a dream or goal, then you have to give everything that you have into it. I'm not saying you can't have side hustles or have side things that you should do. But I'm saying if it's the one sole thing that you believe wholeheartedly in, then you have to find a way to stick with that and give it your ultimate, ultimate effort forward. Because if you can't, I don't think it's going to last because there's a distraction and something that's going to come to take you away from it. You know we've you know victoria and i have had this conversation and we see eye to eye on a lot of things but we also differ in a lot of things and the 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 pursuit to anything requires more than just passion it's it's a certain amount of hard work it's a certain amount of calculated risks it's a certain amount of sacrifices that one has to make it's not just you don't just wake up in The night and say, wow, this is a great idea. I'm going to do it. I'm very passionate about it because I think passion is more attached to a feeling. If it's something you believe in, you continue going all the way through like you just go and you do it. But I think even I think everybody gets tired to a certain amount, you know, even strong people get tired of being strong and i think sometimes when we're in the pursuit of something and we're passionate about it when you get set back so many times over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again you get tired of that so i think you can't necessarily attach the passion but you got to have a strong enough reason behind it i think passion will get you started but discipline dedication hard work and patience will take you along the rest of the way you know one thing most people don't know about me and that's just one thing a lot of things <laughs> but one of the things people don't know is that I was never passionate about track and field That necessarily wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, I just wanted, I was passionate about playing football because for me, you know, it just doesn't really get like you're in a position where you can inflict pain and you don't get charged for it. You don't get nothing. You could, you just trash talk. I never trash talk, but it was funny, you know, but I wasn't passionate about track and field. However, I committed to it. And for me, it doesn't matter what it is. If you say that you're going to do something, regardless of the end result and the destination, because the destination is always changing. But if you say you're going to do something, then you gotta wholeheartedly be able to say that when that time comes. If it worked out or if it didn't, then you gave it your best ability that you could, long after the feeling that you said it in is gone, because passion is so much about man. I feel. I feel this. I feel this i feel strong about this i feel like i can do that
2: mm-hmm.
0: but as humans as we know our feelings come and go um we could watch a movie or we could watch a show and something a person says make us feel connected to them and we feel sad or we feel happy or we feel a certain way but then 20 minutes later we're like mm, that feeling's gone i'm not gonna mm-hmm. so i think I think when it comes to the first step of uh, figuring out if your passion is going to last and, and even how you manifest the passion, I think you have to toss passion in one corner and then hold on to discipline mm-hmm. because I think discipline is the one thing that is going to propel you in the direction that you want to go in because discipline is, is doing doing something when you don't like it or don't want to do it, but you do it like you love it regardless of the situation you wake up you're tired um you're overworked you say you know what i just got to do this today because something along the act of me doing it is going to get me a little closer to where i need to be and it's going to recalibrate my mind to dig deep and to have more belief into this position into this direction that i'm going
1: so we were previously talking i remember at work and um I don't remember exactly what we said, but the example I would use to direct it back to what we were saying is say you said you weren't passionate about track and field, right? Mm-hmm. You're passionate about football. So let's say in order to play football, you had to participate in track and field. Why do you think that participation in track and field, rather than focusing solely on football, would make you less likely to succeed in football? Because I, I think that, like, that's kind of what we were talking about mm-hmm. before. And I remember I was saying that if you really are passionate about football, track and field wouldn't, like you could do track and field no problem anytime, it wouldn't matter because it's a step you have to take in order to mm-hmm. succeed in football and you were saying yes but it's like it's not the same it's different like I would have to focus a hundred percent solely on football mm-hmm. in order to be a pro football player
0: yeah yeah you know I think I think the other thing that you have to do is ask yourself how far do you really want to go and what's the level that you want to go at and I think when I was saying that I was talking about the elite level of it track and football those are two sports that correlate each other very well like if they were siblings they'd be brother and sister you know for me i wanted to run track because my teacher said look it'll get you faster football Mm -hmm. i'm no genius but one plus one equals two you know so but at the end of the day when i got there i knew i had to give up one because i was excelling in both of them and i was getting scholarship offers in both of them and i could go to the co- to the collegiate level and play both that's what i wanted to do but when the time came for me to be am i going to be a professional track and field athlete at the highest pinnacle or am i going to try to make this level at the nfl level now i could in the off season i could run track training wise but the seasons are different the eliteness is different if i'm running fo- if i'm playing football then I'm not training for track and field. That means that everybody else who is solely focused on track and field are going to be ahead of me. And when I go to do Olympic trials, they're going to have the jump on me. Whereas if I go and I just play football, or if I just run track, one, I have to dance. I have to make sure I'm lean enough while guys are getting bigger, stronger, and faster. So I think depending on the level that you want to go at, and you got to be honest with yourself. I'm not saying that, that, um, that you can't be the Picasso of your industry or you can't be the the Michael Jordan, but I am saying there's 7.6 billion people in the world. Not everybody is going to reach that highest pinnacle. So what you have to ask yourself, what does that look like for you? And for me, I knew that if I was going to excel at either sport, I personally had to turn my full hearted focus into one of them. I could use both of them, but I wouldn't have gotten to two olympics and got a bronze medal if i would have gave 50% to track and 50% to football mm-hmm. because you say yes to one thing you say no to something else
1: yeah. like even if in order to do that you had like you had no choice mm-hmm. to do the other thing mm-hmm. you don't think you would have excelled
0: no i don't think i could have done i don't think i don't think i could have done both at that highest pinnacle i think it would have been hard and even if i would have been able to i think you got to ask yourself, like, for how long?
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is the question. <laughs> you know
0: for you know, for how long. You know, there's, you know, since we're on the topic of sport, you look at a guy like uh, Bo Jackson who played baseball, and he played football at a, the highest pinnacle of it, but not for long. Mm-hmm. Because it was, I think it was just too rigorous of a schedule. You're playing 17, 16 football games. You're getting pounded, and then you're trying to play, trying to make it to play the last hundred games of, you know, your body would have would have just disrupted over time. So I think I think everything has an expiration date. And I think when it comes to even doing that, you have to decide how long can I be able to sustain this? Mm-hmm. And not to mention, if you want to be a business person, whatever your field is. Say you're trying to achieve that to the highest pinnacle that you can. What about if you wanna have a family? Well, you can't give 16 hours to your profession. Really, that's 24 hours in a day. So you have to find the balance. You know, So it's the pinnacle of how long can you put up and then finding the balance to make sure that you can operate at that level. For me, I knew I couldn't do both. There wasn't enough practice sessions or time for me to do it, but I said, I know that I can excel in one or the other, so I might as well put my full thousand percent effort into one. But I also made up in my mind, yeah, this has to work. <laughs> this has to work. You know, I think Nina can give us a little tips about that. <laughs> right? She yeah. wakes up at six thirty AM in the morning. She's five five years old, right there. Yeah, she's five. And she was five six. and
2: three quarters five and five three quarters. quarters, I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry. But you wake up at 6.30. Can I ask you a question? Why do you wake up at 6.30? It's because I don't like to sleep. Ooh, okay, hold on a second know. hold on a second. So you wake up at 6.30 because you don't like to sleep. So when, when, when you wake up, what's the first thought on your mind? Drawing. Hmm? Drawing. Drawing. So you 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 probably go to sleep thinking about drawing, would you say? Yeah. So she goes to sleep thinking about drawing, goes up and wakes up and starts to draw. And I think the question that you have to ask yourself is what do you think about when you go to sleep? You know, are you thinking about, man, I got to climb this tall mountain or are you waking up and just knocking out a step to get closer to that mountain? And that's ultimately what it is. I think sometimes we get so caught up in what a situation or the mountain looks like that we get lost and we get discouraged because we have so much to go. But you ask a five-year-old what they think about and what they do, they don't They don't think about, oh, what color am I going to use? Or what am I going to... They just get up and they just do it. And I think the world has a way of making us forget that child fearless mentality that we once had. And if we can find a way to dig deep and come back into that childhood fearlessness that we once had, the, 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 the passion that we have, you can stretch it and it can be developed. I'm not saying that you can't do what you're passionate about. I'm saying passion by itself is not enough. There's certain activities and, 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 and cultivation that you have to do every single day despite how you feel, despite the season that you're in, and you have to be patient along the way. So in closing, you know, again, we've been talking about, you know, passion and, 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 and why or when is that enough? Or when should you stop pursuing what you're passionate about? Ultimately, I think only you know that question. You know, there has been many stories of people defining, the own, defining their odds and fulfilling in their passion. But what I am saying and what I have been saying is passion alone by itself, there's more intangibles that you have to take into play in order for your passion to grow and cultivate and elevate into the level that you want it to. But you also have to be realistic along your own journey. I think dreams are powerful and they're beautiful, but I think so many times our dreams become whims because we're not putting calculated details into it. So whatever it is that you're passionate about, whatever that you want to do, make sure you have some other intangible components and connections in order for you to be able to elevate during that passion. It takes time, it takes a whole lot of work, it takes a whole lot of effort, a whole, whole lot of balance. Um, but most importantly, um, it takes a whole lot of discipline and dedication to it. So ultimately, there's 24 hours in the day. What are you willing to do? How many hours are you willing to put in so your passion can become the dream and not just the idea of the dream of, of, of what could possibly be? So I want to thank everyone who came today. Um, You know, conversations like this, Victoria and I have all the time. Um, You know, she's—you don't get to see her or hear hear her all the time. Uh, But it was a very treat today, and you got you know Darren in the house um, with his young daughter. It's—I think this is a conversation that not a lot of people talk about, and not a lot of people um, really discuss because you're not taught necessarily about. Maybe your passion will not come true. You're just taught about to follow the dream and to pursue the dream. You know, they tell you one side of the plan, but not the other side. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Unscripted Podcast. We're going to do more of this, maybe every 10th episode, and, you know, we'll go from there. Just some quick housekeeping rules. Look, March 7th, right, starting from scratch at Crescent Heights at 530. Look, if you're not in the building, you're completely missing out for the amount of value that you're going to get in that room for the price that you're paying is truly unprecedented to the impact and how you're going to get tips in the feeling that you're going to get starting from scratch isn't just an event it's a feeling right I guarantee you with everything that I got you come into the building and I promise you will not leave the same so make sure that you get in there you know tickets are going on sale until I want to say Friday and then if you want to come to the event you got to pay fifty dollars at the door fifty dollars or you could pay forty you know what I'm saying so you could go to any of my social media um, underdog AKH and just click the link and the link is there but trust me this is an event that you're not going to want to miss like the the, the lineup is crazy the lineup is crazy and the words and the thoughts and the seeds that are going to be planted is going to be outstanding and like I said, people have been asking me, Akim, are you speaking? I am speaking toward the end of the event, and I have a message that I believe is going to touch many different minds, but most importantly, it's going to speak life into someone. I don't know who it's going to be, but in order to know if it's going to be you, you got to be in the room. March 7th, get your tickets. And we'll see you guys next week. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on, Nina, one more time. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: There you go, I heard that earlier.